Here's Navita with news. Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. Two o'clock, good afternoon. Former FIFA Vice President Jack Warner has vehemently refuted allegations that South Africa gave him a 120 million rand bribe to secure the hosting of the 2010 Soccer World Cup. Now, Warner made the comments in a television broadcast in Trinidad. You are rushed to write. It's not true. South Africa didn't give me any $10 million bribe. Didn't give me any bribe. Blatter didn't give me any bribe. And a guy today, Mark Basson, asked me some foolish questions, right? I said, not tonight. Because at the end of the day, they rush to print because each media wants to do the other. And they write nonsense. Now, the bail application for murder accused Christopher Panayotu has been postponed until tomorrow in the Port Elizabeth Magistrate's Court. Magistrate Abigail Beaton wants clarity on the motive for the murder. She will give a brief judgment tomorrow and reason for the decision next week. Panayotu is accused of masterminding the abduction of his wife Jade, whose body was found near Utenhaeg in the Eastern Cape in April. Veronica Faree has the details. Look at Marius Stander for the state said the motive was clearly that he could not adhere to the demands of his wife and mistress. Twelve members of the Panayoto family are in court and Jay's mother, sister and two family friends also attend. There is clear tension between the two families but no communication. The defence offered to pay bail of 50,000 rand and would adhere to strict conditions. Veronica Fourie, SABC News, Port Elizabeth. Now, the EFF in the Western Cape has revealed a list of 14 names of towns in the province that it says needs to be changed because they have apartheid legacies. The party held a media conference in Cape Town. Lynn Aronsa with the details. The list of towns include Bredaso, Clan William, Plettenberg Bay and Stellenbosch. Provincial EFF Chairperson Bernard Joseph says the names need to be changed in order to reflect the new South Africa that rejects its colonial past. He says while he supports government's efforts in spearheading the program, not enough is being done at a satisfactory pace. Joseph says they are planning consultation sessions with the towns mentioned on the list in the coming months. Lynn Arendtler, SABC News, Cape Town. Now, further field police in Ghana have cordoned off a petrol station in the capital Accra and are still trying to establish the number of victims of a fire that took place last night. The explosion is known to have killed at least 96 people. Many of the victims reportedly sought shelter there from torrential rain last night. The BBC's Sami Darko with the details. Rescue mission is still underway in many parts of the capital city. At the Nkrumah Circle, where fire gutted a filling station, there is a search for more bodies. It has been a day of torment for many in Accra. Hundreds were trapped in their offices. A man who called into a local FM station said he had placed his children on top of his wardrobe as his room was flooded. I saw many walk in the rain in their night dresses as their homes have been occupied by water. Many parts of Accra are left in darkness following destruction of electricity transformers. And wrapping up, the future of Africa is being discussed at the 25th session of the World Economic Forum on Africa in Cape Town. The three-day meeting brings together leading business, political and captains of industry. In the main auditorium at the launch of today's opening plenary session, President Jacob Zuma welcomed over a thousand delegates. We are welcomed warmly once again to be here in the conference of the World Economic Forum. 
an important forum for all of us in the globe that connects us. I'm sure many of you will remember that South Africa at the time was expecting something to happen. Leaders of the liberation movement had been released from prison, particularly our icon Nelson Mandela. We're starting a process of negotiations which has remained for so many years. We always welcome when the forum meets here because Africa connects with the globe, so to speak. Topping a news and two, former FIFA Vice President Jack Warner has vehemently refuted allegations that South Africa gave him a 120 million rand bribe to secure the hosting of the 2010 Soccer World Cup. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll be back in an hour.